0: Connect, inspire, create. As two coaches, we invite you to connect with the wonderful guests we have on our show, who we hope will inspire you to live your life and build your business with enthusiasm. Create what you desire with the freedom found. Tying the pieces of life together with our guest today, Kate Bradley-Churnis of Lately, the only social media platform that creates content for you with the power of AI. As a former marketing agency owner, Kate initially created the idea for Lately out of spreadsheets for then-client Walmart and got them 130% ROI year after year for three years. Prior to founding Lately, Kate served 20 million listeners as music director and on-air host at Cirrus XM. I hope that you will enjoy all the wisdom that Kate is going to share with us today and how we chat about Music playing a part in marketing with AI, allowing art and science to be wrapped up together. Join me in welcoming our guest, Kate. Well, welcome to everybody who is listening to this episode with me on Connect, Inspire, Create, and I am just super excited to have Kate join us um, today and to just, I have a host of questions for Kate and we're going to try and dig into a few of them and just let her share with you and encourage you and um, as a woman, solopreneur. In your business, so Kate, let's get going. I know that one of the things you shared with me was that you love to lift others up, especially the underdogs. It's true. What does that look
1: like? You know, it's hard, Carol. But what I realized was there has to be life after lately, (laughs) right? (laughs) Hard to imagine, but there will be. And when I look back at lately, whether what, no matter what happens with the company. What what will I hold as something that I know I did with that was in my control and I can feel 100% good about, you know, because my glass is half empty always. I have that, mm. that personality, you know. Um, but lifting other people up is something that I can't feel negative about, <laughs> right? right? I can do it, you know. Yes, yes. And I can make it contagious. And I know it sounds corny, but I... You you can't do it alone. You cannot. Right. I don't even have children, and so like I, I don't even know. God bless all of you, because that sounds. I mean, I'm overwhelmed and drowning, and I have nine healers that keep me upright every day, plus you know a dozen people on my team that I rely on. <laughs> That's just to stand up. <laughs> right. 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 Um, and I'm I'm 47, and and like, uh, you know, the energy that it takes just to. Um, you know, like I spend three hours a day on just personal care
0: at this that point. Is, that is so important. And that is so imp- that is so important for our listeners just to, to grab that because without that self-care, how do we give back to others? And I hear you when you say giving back to others, it kind of, it is the energy to me because it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding when you encourage somebody else and then you see them kind of go, okay, I'll step into that. I'll give that a try. Um, right. And
1: finding a way that you can do it within your means too, because like what I can't do is have a phone call with people. They're like, oh, can I pick your brain, which is code for, can I waste your time? Right. right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel bad about that, but I can't, I can't do that. I don't have the bandwidth or the time, you know? Right.
0: Um, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you on that because I just, I love this kind of rock and roll DJ to marketing agency to late. I do have this
1: other uh, history.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So did you, I mean, I'm sure the music must have been like from when you were young. I mean, what kind of landed you in that industry and as to where you are now?
1: Yeah. So so I, I used to be a rock and roll DJ. My last gig was broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day for XM Satellite Radio, which is now Sirius XM. And before that, though, I was really lucky, the format that I was in is called Adult Album Alternative, which means a mix of genres, blues and rock and jazz and folk, but also um, decades, um, like your home collection of albums. And um, we focus a lot on the theater of the mind, the art of being a a programmer, really, right? Not only the music, how can I connect the music so that it makes sense, because it's all over the place, right? Right. how do I make you the listener feel like you're on this journey with me and I'm giving you a voice, even though I hold the mic. Right. And it was really excellent to be able to learn that because nobody does anymore. There is no live radio (laughs) anymore, really. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, you know, the, someone was telling me how they put it. They said, Oh, you're, you're recovering DJ. How how they put it because (laughs) I left that path. I'm I'm like to, to our point, we were talking a little bit earlier, like change, right? Change is change and change (laughs) as a Capricorn often feels bad to me, but I know it's good. It means evolving, moving forward. And when I had left radio, I was terrified because I thought well, this is the person I've defined myself as. I'm, I'm Kate from The Loft, XM50, The Loft. Who will I be if I'm not on the air? Will I be cool? Like, these were real, very serious concerns for me, right? Right. And What's my identity? And um, the good thing is my uncle taught me a great phrase, which is, this isn't working. That's the phrase. And when you're able to say, this isn't working out loud, it's like the all the weight lifts all the doors open. Right. And when I was ready to make that change. So for me, Carol, and, and hello to everyone out there who's been in this position, I was, um, so I was, you know, sexually harassed. That's the, that's the culture of radio. I even participated in it. It was just normal and it was expected. And we didn't have any of the language. This is too, you know, I was in radio from well, I left XM in 2006 and I was in it for a dozen years before then. So we right. didn't have a me too movement. Nobody knew what a hostile work environment was. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. And my body um, started to react. It was trying to tell me to make a change and I wasn't listening. Uh-huh. So I had multiple ailments, um, unexplainable rashes across my entire torso. I uh, tore a ligament in my ankle and re-injured it. I was in, I was on crutches or in a wheelchair for like a year and a half, um, and then finally my I developed uh, a condition in my arms and hands where I, I to this day I cannot type at all without extreme pain, and that was terrifying. Of course, I am
0: sure. Right?
1: Yeah. And so suddenly I was forced to listen. I'm always forced to change, right? Mm-hmm. But I. St- I still kind of wasn't getting. So the first thing I thought was, okay, I can, I can work with this. So I hired an intern to type for me because XM wouldn't hire one for me. They didn't believe me because I have hands and they look normal, right? Right. So I was being discriminated against. And, um, my measly, my measly salary, I put this together and, and then, um, I learned about Dragon Naturally Speaking, which is a voice-activated yes. software. Yes, mm-hmm. people know it now. <laughs> right, didn't know it then. <laughs> didn't know it then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I found there were about three or four coaches in the country because this is a foreign language. Where Dragon is very difficult to master. Um, it still is, actually. I use the one right. for paraplegics. It's completely hands-free. And I found this woman. She was a fan of my of me and my station. <laughs> And I had a couple hundred CDs, so I, I paid her with records. <laughs> uh, that's all I had. Trade, yeah. That's, trade, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And she helped me figure out just enough so that I could more or less, it was the beginnings. Like I could use, I could send email. That's what I could do. Right, <laughs> right. I couldn't use XM software or anything else, QuickBooks, like all the things that people use all the time, I couldn't use it. But but now I can. and And right. so I... I moved on and and sorry for this long story, but I, I really want people to hear this. Right. So, um, you know, I, I was crying. I was scared. I used to smoke. I'm great at and smoking. No, more. Carol. no, no, I, I quit well a done. long time ago. Well done. Thank you. I loved smoking. Um, but I was toxic, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I hated everything. And my dad Uh, I had moved to another music-related business, and it was the same awful thing, boys' club and and prejudice and all that discrimination. Um, And my dad had it. (laughs) So one day, because you asked the how, right? So one day my dad um, very lovingly shook me by the shoulders and said, you can't work for other people, and there's no shame in that.
0: I love that. You cannot work for other people, and there's no shame in that. It makes me cry that. right now, because like oh, the release, the freedom, to, yeah, for you to forgive and to move
1: and to admit that's all he had two things there he he gave me a new path which i didn't imagine, and he he it, he said out loud what was true it was shame, I felt shame, I was busting my ass, trying to uh, appease my male superiors right and to show up that feeling of conscious that we have to do this to appease
0: other people to make and and we we lose ourselves
1: that's right and and they were of course gaslighting and demoralizing me but i didn't realize it and i didn't even realize it in that moment when my dad said that i didn't have the language but i it i what i realized was it was a a lost cause i was never going to get an a plus from them
0: I mean, one of the things you you do share about, and I'm going to come back to this, although maybe while we're in music, I should do, you spoke about the neuroscience of music is the DNA for your AI. Right. And that comes bringing us to where you are now with lately the CEO of this incredible <laughs> only social media platform that creates content for you with the power of AI. And for those that are listening that might not know what AI is, artificial intelligence, how does that tie in with the music?
1: Yeah. So that's that, that's, that's that wisdom. We were wisdom that comes with age is that you start to understand how, hopefully if you've lived a good, valuable life, I believe the pieces do tie do tie together. They make sense, right? There's relevance there. And I love taking something that seemingly is unrelated and looking at what succeeded about it and try to metaphorically inspire or apply it to something else, as was the case here. So um, because I was so lucky to come through that kind of radio, where theater of the mind was everything—the art of the segue—and um, the the action of the of just for people who don't know what theater of the mind means, but that's when your imagination plays a role in the conversation. um So they they call radio the theater of the mind and TV the theater of the mindless, okay. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you okay. you can be yeah. passive.
0: Yeah, right? I'm not a T. Te- I-
1: yeah, I didn't grow up <laughs> I with <like> TV. TV. <laughs> Funny enough,
0: in South Africa, we didn't have TV till I was about eighteen. So it's wow. never played a part in my life, and yeah. it's it's fascinating. Music. People say, you know, why don't uh, I, I cannot sit down in front of the TV? But yeah, listen to music, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, so and reading a book is has a similar trigger, right? It's that imagination that the author or the or the host on on the air knows that. We need you, the the person listening or reading to fill in the blanks. You're right. part of the character, you're part you're of the part story. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so when your brain listens to music, Carol, when you listen to a new song, in order to process that new song, it instantly accesses every older song you've ever heard before, That's pulling nice. up emotion, memory, nostalgia, and it's looking for familiar touch points so it can try to index that new song in the library of your brain's memory, your song banks here. Wow. That is fascinating. It's fascinating. And so now think of this, when you read text, any kind of text anywhere, you hear a voice, Mm -hmm. right? And every voice is actually a frequency. It has a note, like like a musical note. Right. Right. And so think of this same idea, like how do you make sure that the writing Translates the voice that is keying into those familiar touch points that bring about emotion, nostalgia, and memory, because those are all the things that create trust. And trust is what makes us buy.
0: Right. And so it all, I mean, it just wraps all around again, because I know, you know, talking from a marketing point of view, and that's in your blood, without a doubt. And I thrive on learning and just even listening to you in an earlier episode where you, you know, you spoke about it's the golden rule is trust. 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 And putting out quality to share. I know that you mentioned something along the, you know, from the marketing and I guess we're switching a little into sharing marketing. And um, I would love for you to kind of briefly explain to our listeners what lately does To help them with their marketing area.
1: Yeah. And business. not not a commercial, but just to relay the metaphors mm-hmm. we're making here, right? So uh, when you connect your social accounts to Lately, we examine your analytics for about a year, and we update what we learn every single day. So it's right. constantly learning and updating. And we're looking at the words, keywords, phrases, and sentence structures of social posts that got you the highest engagement. And we build a writing model based on what we learn, and then you feed us any kind of long-form content. It can be stuff that you created or that someone else did. Mm -hmm. It can be videos. It could be audio. And it could be text. And we will take that, apply the writing model, and look for – keywords, phrases, sentence structures within this content that we know is going to get you the highest engagement, the most eyeballs and listens and watches. And we pull out the best quotes. And in the case of a video, just like this one, we'll pull out the video clips that match the quotes. So you'll get dozens or even hundreds of social posts designed to promote this podcast in a few minutes.
0: Wow.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Because you think of how many hours we spend, especially for solopreneurs who are managing or wearing all the hats and you are trying to talk to your audience. And the bottom line is building trust because there is absolutely, I know that one of the other things you spoke about was, you know, the return that you've got without cold calling emails, paid advertising, I think you even mentioned. Um, And I believe in that because I think without a, a sincere, there's too many of us, offering too many different things and we don't need everybody that's right to buy from us we need the people that we resonate with and who we to me that's how I look at it who I want to do business with um, and who I want to come along for the journey and so building that trust there's just a certain amount of people that are are going to appeal to us and who we're going to appeal to
1: Right. And the AI, by the way, it's looking for those keywords that will tap into that trust, right? It's very, um, and you get to curate. It. So this is, let's parallel back. Um, you get to curate it as a human. So in my world, Carol, um, just like in radio, just like in marketing, it's art and science together work. Hmm. Humans and robot, right? The robot by itself is cold, humans what? by themselves, hard way, humans and robot magic way.
0: A winning, a winning combination. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is just, that's just quite incredible. Yeah. So I know that you mentioned you have an unorthodox work culture. What does that mean <laughs> at
1: work? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, part of it is just, well, this <laughs> it's me because I, I mean, I've been in, a, I worked for a couple of corporate, not only XM, but elsewhere and corporate uh, entities. And I didn't know anybody who didn't hate their job. <laughs> right. Everybody hates. Oh, how Right? Yeah. How yeah, And yeah, especially like at XM, like that was the coolest place to work in the whole country. This is before Google really had all right. their things mm-hmm. going on. And um, you know, I thought, wow, what a shame! Like we all have this really fun stuff that we're doing, and it's not fun. They sucked the fun out of it, and instead, everybody. At XM, it was a sick building. Everyone had some kind of ailment. It wasn't just me because the stress was so high, right? And, and um, you know, when it came – well, you know, even when I went on my own and the way I treated, you know, the interns and other people I worked with um, – and I worked with Walmart, by the way, and I right. saw – in the Walmart project, I was working with a, a group of nonprofits, United Way Worldwide, um, at Walmart, Bank of America, AT&T – IRS national disability issues, this whole project. And I saw the same thing that like people were shitting on each other all the time. And work was about, was a competition. It wasn't about the project and the project for, for that, by the way, like we were helping radically changing the lives of the poor people across America through this program. Right. So we were doing some good work. right? And there was plenty of reasons to do it, but like there was, it was just, Toxic drama, all the time, and I don't have room for that in my life, Carol. I just have mm-hmm. zero patience for that. I, I eighty six anyone, even friends. Like I don't have that social aspect right. at all. Mm-hmm. Even pa- family who, right. you know, just,
0: just yeah, yeah. Capacity, chemical, which is good, yeah,
1: yeah. And so the work environment lately, I thought about that, and and you know, if I err in that direction because I'm the only human, you know, sometimes I can be a bully, for sure. Um, I do feel incredibly terrible and apologize for it. Or I realize <laughs> this isn't working. You know, this person mm. might not fit my culture, which right. is fine. But it is my culture, f- for sure. And um, I'm a wild horse, Carol. You, you mm. can't tether me because if you do, I'm just going to collapse. But if you if you let me run free, we're going to win the race every time. Wonderful. In, by yeah. length, right? That's yes, right. So I brought in people who really operate really similarly. Mm. And I, again, I don't, this is not bad or good. It's know thyself. I don't have the patience or the respect for folks who can't operate like this. It's a, we're very nimble. We break shit all the time. We go through wild ups and downs. Right. So they have to have the stomach for this thing, even Mm. though my stomach bears the, the great load, but, but you just have to have this timbre and you have to want to win. And so if I know it's going to be this tumultuous here, I must make sure everybody feels really good. <laughs> right. They've
0: that, right? that just got that energy to see it through, to ride like a surfer, ride the waves.
1: Yeah, like a surfer. Right. Ride the waves and, and yeah. know that what you're doing not only is the good cause, but also the good people you want. They want me to win, even when I'm a bully. They lift, right. they lift me up because they know I'm a human and sometimes I'm not awesome. <laughs> right. But right? that's being
0: honest, you see. And so that's then realizing that this isn't all roses, right? but that we can win and we can have it just, I'm curious on that note coming into do you, with riding these waves and having this wild card and everything else, when it comes to vacation proofing your business. How, what is and the reason i'm asking you that is because having just taken vacation it was supposed mm-hmm. to be in a week that ended up in three and it wasn't vacation there were certain things thank goodness that i did before I left which i kind of forgot that I did um but it did semi- vacation proof my business but I didn't go into it ahead of going and going you need to because I thought I'd work while i was right away. right do you have tips or any ideas do do you vacation proof yeah. your time or do you find yourself always kind of, kind of staying connected and and always being a little bit available.
1: I've, I, I define different kinds of vacation. So there's out of town vacation where I'm working from somewhere else and I know I'm going to be, and even though I've wiped everything off my calendar and the team knows they can't expect anything of me, I know, and my my right-hand woman, Lauren, knows that I'll be checking in for certain reasons, you know. (laughs) Um, For me, I have to be to be offline i have to be out of the country that's what i need right and so and i just get i get there i turn the phone off and i put it in the safe in the hotel and i never turn it on again and i'm really good about that because i mean you know i just paid a lot of money to be on this damn island wherever i am right right (laughs) i don't i don't need to be on twitter or instagram or checking in on slack or anything like that right right um but, but, then you put hard. Things, but you put
0: things in place then ahead of time so that if it is two weeks and there's certain criteria yeah. or agendas that need to be met, you just do those ahead of time.
1: Yeah, you do them ahead you of time. It's just, it's a drag. I mean, that's, you know, that really, as you know, that like kind of kills your human because you're, then you're working overtime to get there. And I, mm. I have had my own marketing agency. I know what it means to be the only person.
0: Right. Now, now
1: I'm not. I have a team. So like I have a that's, Lauren. Mm-hmm. I have an OnKit. I have my founders and my other team members, and I know someone's got the ball, but there's still that like you have to get to a place of trust, right? And that I
0: think is what so many solopreneurs battle with is we want to hold on to everything, and that that delegation and giving it to somebody else to journey with you, and to take some of that responsibility from you. I think that is a stumbling
1: block for many. Um, yeah, I mean the worst things that out. happen are are usually not that bad.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, I was, you know, I've been missing in action and it ain't going to be that bad because I'm going to pop back in today and pick up all the slack. And it's like, so who missed me? right sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves it's like you have to be there it's like you you know you should you'll show back up in the feed on linkedin because you're back and your pinterest you know everything it'll come back
1: it'll come back and (laughs) And that's
0: what's yeah it's kind of yeah it'll come back
1: it'll come back and one thing that's kind of nice too is like when when i come back or even when i'm like partially away to have that um, when, when you suddenly get to look at, for example, my Slack channel from an omniscient point of view, (laughs) um, I can see things that I didn't see before, or like, I love, I love it. Like sometimes I'll see Lauren, write, Like, Hey guys, you know, let's make sure that this is all good for Kate when she gets back. Like, so it's so nice to just see the the wheel turns. The wheels are turning. The wheel still keeps turning.
0: Well, Kate, this has been absolutely wonderful. I have loved meeting you and chatting with you and just learning. And I just hope that those that are listening to this episode just find all these little nuggets of wisdom. If you were to leave our audience with one, do this in your business, marketing,
1: running your business solo, what would you tell them? Yeah. um, Well, there's so many. The first thing would be to listen to your gut because... It's very, very intelligent, especially women. We have a, this, our guts m- make lives, right? Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's wisdom here. This yeah. is like some God stuff, right? Going on I here. I love that. You know? Yeah. And so it's very relevant. And I feel like the women that I know, self-included, w- we have great knowledge that we typically ignore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, we could just we put listen it down.
0: To, yeah. To too many other people's voices, as opposed to, as you say, God has given us this wisdom.
1: Yeah, and, it's right here, and once you tap into that, I feel you know you always know it's that that phrase. This isn't working, and I I feel like it's so negative, and I want to say something positive, but like it's just so liberating to me, and and um, I, I love when I can give myself the permission to change. It it gives other people the permission to change as well, or come with me. You right. know what I mean? It just that's an emotion. Yeah.
0: So, yeah so. Wonderful. Well, this has been fabulous. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks for listening. If you have loved what you have listened to today about tying the pieces of life together with Kate, we would love for you to share it with your friends. I am Carol, and I love to share systems and tools to help you get things done. If you love traveling like I do and want to find time to plan your marketing content ahead, do take a look at my mini course to help you do just that at simplystart.biz. My co-host is Trish Kinney, who is a certified professional life coach, and she hosts four-session women's small circle group programs that speak to the pain points of stress and burnout. You can find out more about Trish at healthylifemindset.com. Do connect with both of us on LinkedIn, Carol Clegg and Trish Kinney. And if you would like to join us in future episodes and have something you wish to share, do visit our site for our podcast at connectinspirecreate.com. We will be back on the first and third Friday of every month.